Hiya, it's Yvonne, and you are now listening to the Hashtag I Love Her podcast, which is a safe space aiming to inspire and develop self-esteem whilst promoting self-love. The title for today's episode is The Relationship Between Low Self-Esteem and Depression. And this episode is for anyone who's feeling low or has felt low in the past maybe, anyone who has allowed someone to overextend their presence in their lives and as a result is noticing a lot of negative experiences happening and it's also for anyone who has begun to see the link between their low self-esteem and their depression. During this episode I'm going to cover the links between low self-esteem and depression. But I'm also going to look at depression outside of low self-esteem because I'm aware that sometimes if we're struggling with low self-esteem, we may not be able to recognise it. However, most people are able to recognise when they're depressed. I'm also going to give you some coping strategies to help you ease some symptoms of depression. So let's get into it. Mental health difficulties, especially depression, are so common. At the moment, it's said that one in four people struggle with a common mental health difficulty such as depression. So that really puts into context how common depression is. And if you are struggling with depression at the moment or you have in the past, I really hope you know that you're not alone. So the inspiration for this topic came from not only my personal experiences of going through points in my life where I feel quite low, but also as part of my career where I've come to understand that depression does not discriminate and there's so many myths out there about what depression is. So before I dig a bit deeper, I want to give a clear understanding of what I'm referring to when I mention depression, as well as how depression can be linked to low self-esteem. So it's so important to note that depression isn't just feeling sad all the time, as I think that's what people tend to associate depression with. Yes, of course, it does include feeling low, but it's more than that. It doesn't just affect our emotional state. It affects the way we behave. It has an impact on our physical body and it has a massive impact on the way that we think. So yes, feeling sad is one of the emotions we experience when we're feeling quite depressed. As well as feeling quite irritable, you may notice that your tolerance threshold is quite low and the things that don't normally impact you become very annoying when you're feeling quite depressed. In terms of our physical body, depression can make us feel very tired. We may lack energy, have difficulties with our sleep. Maybe we're sleeping too much or sleeping too less. And it can also have an impact on our appetite, maybe eating more or eating less. Because of the impact it has on our energy levels, it also has a big impact on our behaviour. When we start to feel depressed, we may stop doing the things that we used to enjoy. Or we may do them but experience less pleasure. We may start isolating ourselves and feel that being around other people is quite draining and difficult. 
Depression also has a massive impact on the way we think about things. When we feel depressed, we tend to see things in a much more negative light. We tend to see ourselves quite negatively, as well as our future and other people around us. If you've noticed any of these symptoms, I would always suggest getting in contact with your GP and seeing what help is available to you. Depression affects us in many different ways and with some of the symptoms I've listed, it may be that you can only relate to one of them. It may be that you can relate to most of them. So it really demonstrates just how depression can vary from one person to another. So when we think about depression and how it links to low self-esteem, as I've mentioned in my previous episode, which would be the truth about self-esteem. If you haven't listened to it, then please do. When we struggle with low self-esteem, it causes us to attract negative life experiences because with low self-esteem, we tend to see ourselves in a negative way and tolerate negative situations because unfortunately we start to believe that that's all that we're deserving of. So of course, this makes it clear why such an environment will trigger symptoms of depression When it comes to depression, but I also think it's important to note that when we struggle with low self-esteem, it's not only the dark side of us that can trigger symptoms of depression, but also our bright side. And this relates back to Nathaniel Brandon's book, The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem, where he explains that low self-esteem can result in you being fearful of awakening that bright side to you. And this is something I can very much relate to and and maybe you can too. Because the times where I've felt quite low have been the times where I know what's expected from me. I know what work I need to do. I know what changes I need to make. I know what steps I need to take and what direction I need to walk in to, to get to the next level of my life. And sometimes it's that fear of what comes with success and and the responsibility attached to it that can lead me to procrastinate and then that's also when my negative thoughts about my ability to be able to achieve things kicks in so I think it's really important to understand that yes of course low self-esteem does manifest in us attracting negative life experiences and therefore this can trigger our depression but also as I want to really make clear through these podcasts is that low self-esteem is more than just settling for unhealthy and toxic relationships it's more than just having negative thoughts about yourself it's more than having low self-confidence it goes a bit deeper than that because feeling like you're frightened of your own ambition feeling really unfulfilled in your life feeling quite stuck and not knowing what to do next and where your life is heading and having no focus. All of these things are symptoms of low self-esteem and all of these things can most definitely trigger symptoms of depression. So now you have an understanding of some of the links between low self-esteem and depression. And as I mentioned before, depression varies from one person to another and so does low self-esteem. So now you understand how low self-esteem can trigger depression and exactly what depression is. I want to dig a bit deeper and give you some tools that you can apply to help you if you are noticing yourself feeling quite low. So the first technique I want to share with you is something that I feel 
can not only help with your symptoms of depression, but can also help to raise your level of self-esteem. And this technique is called the practice of consulting your intuition. This is a technique that I learned from the book called The Seat of the Soul by Gary Zukav. And it's such an amazing book. This, so this technique is about learning from your different emotional reactions. And when we're feeling depressed, this is a great time for learning to take place, which can be a shock to some people because sometimes when we're feeling quite low and another thing that depression does is it makes us feel quite hopeless and it has a big impact on our motivation. So even the motivation to apply this technique may be quite difficult. And what I will say to you is if you are struggling with symptoms of low motivation because you're feeling quite low, the only way to get your motivation up is to slowly do more. So going back to this technique, it's about trusting that your intuition is always available to you to help you navigate through this world and to support you to evolve and transform into your higher self. Your intuition is also linked to the development of your self-esteem. Again, I referred to this in my previous episode where I discussed the importance of tuning into your intuition because by respecting your inner self and your inner guide and your inner being, you will, as a result, increase your levels of self-esteem. However, when we go against our intuition, that only works to lower our levels of self-esteem. So by applying this technique, so every time you notice yourself feeling low, you have to think about what can you learn about yourself from this reaction and how can you change your perspective? Believe it or not, in the moments where you're feeling an extreme reaction, you can learn a lot about yourself and also understand what it is you're meant to learn from a particular experience. So let's do this together. So I want you to close your eyes and think back to the last time where you were engaging in a behaviour that worked to lower your self-esteem. And this is likely to be a time where you were manipulated by fear because this is how low self-esteem grows and thrives in situations where fear is at play. So maybe you were manipulated by fear of reality because when we have low self-esteem, we really struggle to accept what reality is saying to us. Or maybe you were manipulated by fear of the facts about ourselves. You know who you really are and sometimes we, we try and hide that and that also makes us become fearful about the possibility of our pretenses completely collapsing so maybe you were manipulated by that or maybe manipulated by the fear of exposure and if nothing's coming to mind then think of a time where you behaved in a way to avoid pain rather than experience joy that's a characteristic of us behaving in a way that lowers our self-esteem and once you've got the situation in mind it also makes sure that it is a situation that led you to feel quite low as a result and then if it's not one that made you feel low I want you to go back again and think about 
a time where you were manipulated by fear of any of the things I've mentioned or maybe something else I haven't mentioned but it's important that it's a time where you felt quite low. So now you're back there I want you to think about what emotions you were feeling at the time. So stop and think about it. What was going through your mind at the time? And what physical reactions were you experiencing at the time? And I want you to really imagine yourself back in this moment to, in some way, trigger back the emotional and physical response as well as the thoughts that were going through your mind. And once you're in that place, I want you to now ask yourself, what am I meant to learn from this experience? And the answer will come. And it may be when the answer shows up, you quickly try and deny it or disown it or pretend that you don't understand what it is. Because if we struggle with symptoms of low self-esteem, we're scared of change. We know what our intuition is telling us, but we're very fearful. And this practice is what Gary Zukav refers to as creating authentic power. And And in that moment where you're receiving that information from your intuition, You can shift from being the victim of your life to the creator of your life. So it's completely up to you what direction you choose to take. Your intuition is always available to you. And especially in the moments where you are feeling low and it's linked to your low self-esteem, your intuition is there with a message telling you what needs to be done to start raising your levels of self-esteem because your intuition is on your side. Your intuition wants you to win. It wants you to evolve and transform into the best version of yourself. And your low self-esteem is very fearful of that because it knows that once you become your absolute best self, there's no space for it. So it's up to you. Do you want to be a victim of your life and of the negative experiences that continue to attract symptoms of depression? Or do you want to be the creator of your life? Another method that is proven to help with symptoms of depression is called behavioral activation. It mentions that in order to maintain good mental well-being, it's important we have a balance of three different activities. These are routine, necessary and pleasurable activities. So the first step with this technique is to make a list of the different activities under these categories that you've stopped doing since you felt low. So routine would be the things you do on a day-to-day basis. Necessary will be things that if you don't attend to them, it leads to a negative consequence, such as paying your bills on time. And pleasurable, the things that give you a sense of pleasure. So write a list of all of the things you've stopped doing under these categories. And then once you've written down this list, think about if you were to start doing them again, how difficult would it be? So think about three categories, least difficult, medium difficult, and most difficult, and think about where each activity will go. Once you have this list, it's important that you adopt what we call a graded approach. So that's by taking really many steps and not pushing yourself too quickly too soon. So that's when you need to think about what is manageable for you at this moment. Then the final part of this technique, which is probably the hardest part, is to 
follow the plan and not your mood. And by that we mean once you've identified the list of your least difficult activities, working to make a weekly activity schedule for these activities and planning when you're going to and planning when you're hoping to achieve the activities on your list. And when the time and day comes, the hardest thing that you need to do is to follow the plan and not your mood. As the more you relate to what your mood is saying, which will be telling you, don't do this, what's the point, I can't be bothered, the more you will stay in that cycle of depression. However, if you follow the plan and start to do more, then you will slowly break out of this cycle. So that's a really brief summary. And again, I would advise that if this is something you want to implement, then do a Google search on self-help behavioural activation and see what comes up. Or if you feel you need support, do contact your GP. So those are two techniques that you can try to help with your depression. And I guess the key thing to also mention is depression is very common. It's sometimes a very normal reaction to the events that we go through as a result of having low self-esteem. And when we're in this difficult and low place, don't contribute to it by beating yourself up. Instead, recognise that it's part of the process of evolving because transforming is difficult. It is painful. I always like to say that pain is the fertiliser for growth. So even when you're at your lowest, just know that you're just being buried and you're being planted. And sometimes you have to go really, really low to be able to sprout back up again or part of the process. So just don't give up. Just use the coping strategies that I've suggested to help you through those moments and to grow from them. If you imagine life as a electricity circuit and within this circuit it needs both positive and negative energy to keep on going and that's how I like to see life sometimes that yes there's going to be good times and amazing times but there's also unfortunately going to be difficult times and that's for everyone regardless of your level of self-esteem. However, the higher your self-esteem, the more you're going to be able to learn from these hard times, grow within them and bounce back. But if your self-esteem stays at a low level, then there's a risk that these difficult times will only work to keep you experiencing those low-level emotional vibrations such as guilt, sadness, jealousy all of those emotions that are draining and keep you stuck and prevent you from leveling up in your life so remember depression and the bad times they will come regardless of your levels of self-esteem but it's your levels of self-esteem that will help you with the management of these times so keep yourself active be aware of your triggers, learn from these times, tune into your intuition and don't allow a low period to stop you from visualising the lady that you want to become. So as always, I want to end this with an affirmation to support you with getting to a place where you are more resilient to those low times. So repeat after me. I know that feeling low is a normal part of life. 
However, I do not have to allow my low times to dictate the rest of my life. Realising I am feeling low is the first step to feeling better and now I know how to manage it. So please repeat that affirmation whenever you're feeling low. Know that you're not the only one struggling with depression. Remember that you always have something to learn from your low times. And your intuition is always there. You're never alone. You know what needs to be done. You know who you need to let go of. You know what situation you've outgrown. Listen to your intuition. Be guided by it to evolve and transform into the best version of yourself. Thank you for supporting the hashtag I love her brand. Please continue to support us by following us on Instagram at the hashtag ILH podcast. And also don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel to keep up to date with new episodes. Thank you for tuning in today and I hope to have you back soon.